재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 With searing temperatures claiming more than 300 lives last month in India, officials have banned daytime cooking in some of the drought-hit states of the country to deter accidental fires that have killed roughly 80 more people. According to the latest government figures, over 330 million people in India are affected by what is considered to be the worst drought in four decades. To discuss this uh, problem in more detail. We are joined by climate scientist at the Indian Institute for Tropical Meteorology, Dr. Roxy Matthew Cole. Hello. Hello. Thank Hello, Henry. Well, thank you so much yeah. for joining us, Dr. Cole. Uh, these reports, uh, worst drought in, in many decades. Do you think this current crisis right now, and I, I believe because you are a climate scientist, um, this is definitely yeah. a result or at least partially a result of climate change? Yeah, uh, the, the frequency and magnitude of droughts have gone up in the country. Uh, for example, five of the last 15 years were droughts or rainfall deficient years. 2002, 2004, 2009 were severe droughts, and recently 2014 and 15 witnessed successive droughts, leading the country to a dire situation. And these situations, in, indeed, are man-made at several levels. One is the climate change factor, and the other reason is the mismanagement of the water situation. So uh, maybe let us look at the climate change level first. This. Uh, due to the increasing emissions and the greenhouse gases, uh, these have led to a weakening of the monsoon circulation. And this is partly due to a rapid warming in the Indian Ocean and also partly due to an increase in the strong El Nino events, which are characterized by warmer than usual waters in the central Pacific. And these have played a role in weakening the monsoon further. Now, the second reason I pointed out is a poor management of the water situation. Water management and harvesting has not been a priority and has been thought of only as a last-minute option. And the agriculture and other industries, they are tapping into the groundwater, which is depleting rapidly. So these are aggravating the situation. Yeah. So, so certainly a lot of different factors at play here. Would you say that India is more drought-prone than other regions of the world? Why or why not? Uh, at least uh, considering, considering from the climate change perspective and what the models say, uh, there's a gradual decline of the monsoon because of the conditions over the uh, Indian Ocean because, uh, because of its particular uh, geographical location. So uh, we might be seeing more droughts in the future and we need to be prepared for that. What are some of the, and we assume negative, but what are some of the economic and social impacts of this drought crisis? Yeah, a uh, um, large impact of, the, of these droughts are felt on the agriculture, which cascades to several economic and social levels of livelihood. And despite large investment in irrigation, more than 50% of the uh, cultivated land in central India are still rainfed. So uh, it has a large toll on the agriculture, and uh, there is a decline in cultivated area and falling agriculture products such as crops and milk. But one of the severe issues is the scarcity of water in central and north India, affecting all stages of livelihood for the farmers and their cattle too. And this sc- 
scarcities have led to a fall in purchasing power and employment. And this also results in distressed sales of cattle, uh, jewelry, and other personal property for survival, which leads to the poor becoming poorer. And all this leads to migration of people from drought, drought hit farmlands to the cities for odd jobs. So these are, these are kind of the summary of uh, the economic and social impact of the drought crisis. How is the Indian government right now handling uh, the uh, drought situation? Uh, what kinds of relief measures are currently uh, being taken by the government to tackle this crisis? Yeah, there has been, uh, uh, we have been through several droughts and there have been several policy measures undertaken by the government of India in terms of uh, drought prevention, preparedness, mitigation and management. Uh, so now drought is more of a management issue and uh, it is, uh, with respect to the present situation, it is sad that much of these efforts are effectively late. A lot could have been done much earlier since the forecasts were already pointing out, uh, pointing towards a drought for the second year in a row. Uh, one of the recent attempts was to send water trains to the drought-stricken areas, and these, these are trains which carry several hundred thousands of liters of water every few days, providing fresh water for drinking as well as filling the ponds and tanks in the most drought-stricken areas. And along with the water, these regions have been provided with funds to get seeds, fertilizers, and facilities for farming during the upcoming month, summer monsoon rains, which is to arrive within a month over central India. And also the government have been providing uh, agricultural loan waivers and subsidies to the families. And uh, though late, the government, public agencies, and NGOs together, they have started off enlarging water catchment areas as well as building new ones. Uh, because uh, there are a few free months on showers which could be uh, used beneficially during the month of May, this, the current month. And for those water, uh, for those regions where water relief cannot be meted out, temporary rehabilitation of people are in progress. Speaking of relief, do you think the heavy monsoons uh, will end the drought crisis? And how has the Indian Meteorological Department forecast this year's monsoon in the country? Yeah, uh, the forecast is uh, positive for this year uh, because uh, uh, the warm waters, the Elino waters in the East Pacific is dying off uh, making its path to cooler Pacific waters, and this is positive for a, a strong monsoon. So the uh, uh, so the moment is now to pre- to be prepared for uh, uh, for the forthcoming uh, droughts. But the problem is that uh, uh, I don't I, I do not think that the drought crisis is over. In general, this is due to two reasons. One, because there has been no substantial cutdown on emissions and the climate models unanimously predict further warming in the Indian Ocean and an increase in the magnitude of El Nino events in the future. This suggests more droughts in the future. And the second reason is that a large share of the Indian population has been dependent on underground water aquifers, so much that the groundwater levels are depleting. And we are now extracting water from levels deep where the recharge from the monsoon rain is just 1% to 2%. And these are water sources which got stored several thousands of years ago and which we have no means to replenish. So the drought uh, situation is far from away. We need to be prepared for uh, for a longer term. Certainly, as uh, Korea is a country that has suffered from uh, severe droughts as well uh, in recent uh-huh. months, but uh, 
certainly not on the scale that you're describing in India. Really fascinating yeah. to get your thoughts on this issue. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. But Dr. Cole, thank you very much, yes. and uh, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you, Henry Shane, for the opportunity to talk about the water crisis in India. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was climate scientist at the Indian Institute of Tropical Meteorology, Dr. Roxy Matthew Cole. We've got Seoul City News up next.